Hey, hey, and welcome to the latest issue of the Three Old Geeks Podcast. I am joined once again by my very own pack of killer shrews. First of all, the sometimes ruinator, always the contrarian, the keeper of the inner sanctum, and the numbers guy, Keith of Keith's Comics. Keith, how are you? Good, you forgot to pain in the ass. Oh, we're going to add pain in the ass, are we? Sure. Well, am I not? Yeah, it's debatable. Okay. And of course, the man with a hole in several of his collections, the pictures guy, <clears throat> the clown prince of collecting, and the dirty old geek, Brian, he's one. Brian, how are you? I'm wonderful, but I don't think pain in the ass would have been uh, controversial to add to my uh, moniker. Okay, I agree. You are both pains, colossal pains in my ass. <laughs> We're hemorrhoids. You We're, are. Does We're lanceroids. Does it mean you have a colossal ass? <laughs> I do not. I have a fantastic ass. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, he puts that out there. I hope you people come to some comic cons and see it. I am, of On course, display. the long-suffering Oral's oldest kid sidekick. I am the words guy. My name is Lance. And gentlemen, the dirtiest thing I heard all week was, "I would like some Tiger Bone wine." <laughs> and welcome to another issue. Brian, do you have any news that is not a pain in my fantastic ass? <laughs> that was good. That's good. Every once in a while. He's got kid sidekick ass. Yeah. I got, I got Robin. You got Robin. Nightwing ass. Nightwing, got Nightwing ass. ass. You got Nightwing ass. You know, we talked about The Flash uh, a couple of weeks ago, so I was reading that there's already a sequel in place. Ezra Miller will not be going to the premiere. Because he Probably does not a want to answer questions. Well, he doesn't want it to be about Ezra Miller and not be about The Flash. Uh, Michael Keaton will also not be there. He's uh, filming something else. But they, they a sequel has been written. Wow. I don't know. It, uh, it contains uh, Sasha Calais and Michael Keaton's Batman in it. Neither of which have been signed to anything. Uh, and been Sasha Calais being Supergirl. Supergirl. Okay. And she did a great job, I thought. And then we went and saw... I know Keith and I went and saw Guardians. Uh, I don't think you have this. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Very good. That's a tearjerker. It's literally an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, you will laugh out loud. Uh, tears will come to your eyes. Uh, and okay, I, without, without any spoilers, do members of the Guardians of the Galaxy die? Would that spo- wouldn't there be that spoilers? Would, it would be, but I'm going to say no. Really? Okay. I'm just going to say no. Okay. But I will also say that I could be lying. You are known to lie. Wow. Um, well, I, yeah, he knows me. Uh, what, was, what was the, the, the old Star Trek uh, logic thing that they messed with? The Everything that I say is a lie. and I Or the very next thing I say is a lie. I am telling the truth. Or whatever it was, it was a great... Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the computer flies itself into the sun. Shit happens. <laughs> uh, but we, so definitely so as far as a, a gun film, totally worth it. Yes. Great soundtrack. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Surprising. Surprising uh, songs in there. I was not expecting. Uh, there's a Florence and the Machine song in there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that I really dig. It's on my playlist anyway. But uh, it, it surprised me. And, uh, yes, I don't know, uh, what, uh, magic wand got stuck up James Gunn's ass. 
but he has been shooting movies out of his fingertips that have been just incredible since the first Guardians. He hasn't made a bad film. He hasn't made a a bad comic book film. No. The guy knows what he's doing. I mean, he knows knows how to... Again. he, He knows how to service the fans. Yes, he does. Allegedly. I've heard. I've heard tell. Uh, also, we have uh, one death this week. It's a guy that I think that most of you are not going to know, but uh, I think he's important to us as a collective. Mark Bordeaux. Did you make wine? No. Though that would be important to us. Mm, not so much, but... No. Okay, so... Brian, who is Mark Bardot? He is the toy maker that designed the Millennium Falcon. The original Millennium Falcon. So he made the Kenner... He's the guy who figured out how to turn the movie thing into the Kenner Millennium Falcon. Yes. Then, yes, he should be mourned, because that was the greatest fucking toy ever. Yeah, I had to stop there. He's made many other toys, but I didn't care, because the Millennium Falcon... Uh, is a feather in your cap that... Uh, it is the cap. It is the cap. It is the cap. That is... <laughs> all other no feathers... <laughs> the whole cap, all other feathers <laughs> go into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and that is... Really, it, like that, you said. You can just stop right there. Yeah. William Falcon, done. Done. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything else you did may have been great, and it was, because there have been other things, but uh, the Millennium Falcon is just the piece de resistance, the penultimate. Am I using that correctly? No, you're not. Not even close. No, not even close. No, okay. Then don't worry. That ultimate. 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 Just yeah. ultimate. Take off the pen. Take off the pen. Because there is no pen in ultimate. That would be the second greatest toy ever if it was the penultimate greatest toy. Oh! Okay. Well, you guys talk about the penultimate episode. It's always things. the second to it's last the episode. Right before the last one. It's the stop before the But it's the not end always the, the second greatest. No, it's, it's the one right before. The second to last. I don't think you guys know what plethora means. <laughs> Going three amigos, are we? Inconceivable. I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> All right, so for this edition of the World Fake. Really? you Over the intro. Really, we're doing it. This is my alarm. It goes off every time this. You couldn't look at what time you're. You yes, because I, I I schedule my life to your alarms, Keith. Well, it's been Your three info. years now almost. You should be used to it. Yeah, there's that. Okay, let's go. I'm never getting used to this. Anyways, Jake for this edition Emily. of the World Famous, and I have the data to prove it, three old gigs top three list, gentlemen, with 15 minutes on the timer. What animals and or insects, giant or otherwise, would you like to see rampage over the earth in a movie? And go. Uh, so, number three for me, just because I think it would be funny, uh, is um, those little purse dogs, the Pomeranians. Giant Pomeranians. Giant yappy Pomeranian. dogs. Maybe even a... Giant yappy dogs. <laughs> giant yappy dogs. You know, you can have a giant... Uh... What's the... What's the... Uh... <laughs> What's that dog? A chihuahua? A chihuahua. Yeah, the chihuahua, a pomeranian. So it'd be, it'd be, it'd be I like think, just giant. <laughs> yeah, they would be the, big, the, the big giant 
and then you'd even you could even put like a Paris Hilton in a bag on it. What about that really ugly dog? Oh, dude. Well, there's your there's the gag right there. Yeah, you have Paris Hilton's bag dog get giant and eat her. That would be that would be great a great scene. Yes, there you go. Giant yappy dogs. Yeah, giant yappy dogs. I think it would be fun. Don't you think we probably gave somebody a? It's going to be a trillion dollar idea. Oh, It'd be the biggest movie ever. Cocaine Bear and Giant Yappy Dogs. <laughs> giant Yappy yeah. Dogs. Oh God. Oh. That was number three for me. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I quit. I'm over. I'm done. I I don't think we can top that. Uh, I really don't. And that's your number three. Yeah. Actually, one of the freakiest things in real. Oh, everything's in real life, but. Uh, I just just mentioned giant bed bugs. Ooh, but doesn't that take them out of the realm of living in your bed? I know, but they're, they're, they suck your blood. They they they're blood suckers. Yeah. Like a okay, but tick. like a tick, yeah, like a tick. But then they poop blood. What? What? Are you just making this up as you go along? No, that's usually how you tell that you have them. Yes, you'd have because spots of blood. You'd have little shit, yeah, little blood shits in your bed. But a lot of them, because bed yeah. bugs aren't. And there's there's tons of them. It's yeah, not like it's not like there's You never four. see two of them. Yeah. yeah, it's not like there's three and one it's of them smoking and the other one's got a bottle of whiskey and they're just waiting for you to come in. They're not dirty. <laughs> it's not Noah's Ark. <laughs> there's a thousand and they all shit blood after they it. eat yours. And then you could tell on your sheets. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But, Okay. I'm trying to wrap my head around that because that kind of takes them out of the road. Because the, the, the terror know, to me, I, I, the terror of bed bugs is that they live in your in where you would normally be safe in your bed, and if they're giant, giant blood running, sucking, a, yeah, but they don't have to be like giant, like uh, like like dog size, like like shrew size. Yeah, like giant shrews. Okay, so we, so there's a range of there's a range of sizes we can get. If you see how small they are, giant for them would be. <laughs> Baseball size. Rat size. If you go, yeah, baseball size, a fucking bu- a bed bug baseball size, okay, sucking okay. on your, that would just fucking suck you dry. All right. I gotcha. <laughs> All right, so, well, because Brian didn't define that these had to be giant ones, and giants are, giant monsters, giant animals, or giant bugs is my favorite genre, I actually went with, like, more like an animal attack type, oh, okay. type of one for this. Food so, of the Gods. Well, Food of the Gods was giant rats. Okay, Food of the Gods was giant rats. That's not that good one. That's not a good example. But go on. Chicken in there too. Um, so I was thinking that if uh, one of my pathological fears is everything in Australia. Yes. Yes. I was thinking, what a cool like uh, animal attack movie that would be if, if all the world like because like forty percent of the world's deadliest of whatever, so the deadliest spider, the deadliest snake. Yes. If they all decided to yeah. gang up on humanity. Gang up. And 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 you could have like them run roughshod over the continent and and or uh, country <clears throat> of Australia. I think that would be an interesting one. Yes, you kind of ha- there actually was kind of something like that. It was actually a war versus the emu in Australia. They they where they, they lost the war. Yeah, the, the people lost the war. The population of emu got so so huge. crazy Back that they had to the try and take care 20s of these or. I don't. I don't remember yeah, the exact year, but forever. It's a true story. Yeah, he showed me it. Jack rabbits too. Well, Jack rabbits. I heard that. That's a, like the famous. That's what they use as, as far as uh, invasive species. That's like the model for invasive species. I know that. Now they're <laughs> they've already done the giant rabbits though. Yeah, Night of the Lupine or whatever. Weepoos. Weepoo. 
All right, Brian, what is your number two? Giant emus, though. That would be fun. What is your number two? Uh, For me, it would be uh, centipedes. Oh, you bastard. That's my number two. I'll do millipedes because that's more. Yeah, but centipedes are... I know. um, know. (laughs) They're uh, carnivorous. Yes, yeah. That's so why I them, yeah. that's why, yeah, millipede would be like, oh, it's a giant bug. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like having a bad friend of me. Go fetch. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and they did a really good uh, in uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. They had the giant uh, mm. millipedes or centipedes or whatever. They were really oh, creepy. Okay. Oh yeah, because that was in the original, <clears throat> but it was not in. the... Yeah, and they lost the footage of it. Yeah, and that's why they put he put it in as like a tribute or whatever. So. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so now we know it would work. So now we know it's bad. <laughs> we did a whole movie on it. And if you see one in your house, you... You? Eat, well, I mean, you like them because they eat bugs, but yeah. you don't want to... I hate the silverfish because they eat comics. Yeah, they do. Fuck silverfish. Fuck silverfish. Fuck silverfish. <laughs> you, you, did, you realize you are stealing my number two. That's silverfish? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, God damn it. Well, you still but that would be a good two. one. See him eating comics whole. Oh! <laughs> Detective number one, 27. Okay, I'm going to go now because mine was giant silverfish eating the world's comic collections. That would be a fucking fantastic... Dude, come on. How cool would that be? That would be. Nerds would unite and fight them yeah. back. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That would be the nerds. Because have you ever, like... If you touch a silverfish, it just kind of explodes. It yeah, I mean, no, they're. I mean, it's not like they're deadly or venomous or anything like, like that. They just eat paper. They have, they have the constitution of moss. Yeah, you. <laughs> Except they don't turn to powder. All right. Well, that was my number two, Keith. Okay. What is your number two? What centipedes? Oh, and they're cool when they run. Like if you watch, if you watch a hundred silverfish on like a board or something. Have you, seen have you ever that? seen that? Yeah. No. Where, where would? Yeah. Where would you see a hundred silverfish anywhere? Oh, I've seen it on YouTube. Oh yeah. Okay. No, no, I've seen it live. Live. I was also an exterminator. Oh, I, I forgot see. that you were an exterminator. You were, but, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's cool because it it doesn't look like because you really can't see them. It looks like a wave on the board, like you know, uh, Predator when it does the yeah yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it it kind of looks like that. Oh, that's it's, that'd be kind of creepy. Yeah, it's way creepy. Okay. Um, I'm going to go, and maybe they've been done before, but they freak me out, even though they're gentle-ish creatures. Uh, possums. They look like little fucking devil rats. They do. They are not gentle. They're fucking bitches. No, they eat and ticks. quite often rabbit. We love that. They eat ticks. I've seen them walking. They never attack me. Yeah. I've like had it. raccoons come after me. Man, a a tip of the hat. Yeah. What are you doing? Mo- well, that one was wearing, <laughs> was he wearing monocle. Yes. Mine was. Oh, you doing, Governor? <laughs> Just out for a stroll, getting some smokes. <laughs> a cockney possum. Yeah, cockney possum. <laughs> that almost sounds dirty, doesn't it? It does actually, kind yeah. of a little bit. Yeah. yeah cockney <laughs> possum. Woo! That could be an X-rated film. Oh yeah. Just your number one. Just a little guy out of this thing. Uh, just because of the way they look. Uh, lamprey. You ever seen? Lamprey? Oh yeah, with the big the circuit like the, the sucker, sucker mouth with the with teeth, the big fucking teeth, and they go back. Oh, those are scary. Lampreys are scary. 
And they yeah. never seen a land. Oh, they're the sucker fish that they you, you always you see sharks every once in a while. They're some swimming and yeah. they're attached to the sharks. And there'll be the circular scars on a shark's um, body. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So to have those be giant like uh, prehistoric lampreys, uh, then you'd be like on the oh. side of a megalodon. Oh, that'd be cool because Meg Two's coming out. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, where the guy where Statham actually jumps the shark. Yeah. Ooh. You're kidding, really? No. Is that in the trailer? <laughs> trailer? He's on a jet ski. It looks like, oh, those are pretty. Yeah. That's like a flower. <laughs> of death. That's like a flower of <laughs> death. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. lampreys. Uh, that'd be cool because they drill pets? right into your bag and, <laughs> and then blood, they just suck your blood and it would be like a second. <laughs> Done. How do they move? Like eels. So if you're on land, you're okay? There's that. <laughs> Okay, piranha, the fucking piranha 3D. Oh, that's should get out of the water never, and now, but no, they never, never did. Never feared, fucking never a giant lamprey, you'd be you put people in water like stupid people because that's what you fucking do. <laughs> Jesus Christ, piranha 3D, the Meg. It's not so scary if you're in Cincinnati. Oh, well, it's not. <laughs> Being in Chicago, it's yeah. not scary at all. I'm not afraid of a mag or a piranha. Or no, none of them Flying are... fish, though. They can get oh, some distance. Oh, those carp. The giant, silver carp. Giant flying The silver fish. fucking carp. Have you seen them, man? You throw, like, a bug in the water, and they all come flying out at you. They'll knock you out. They don't drag, eat you or nothing. Drag you in? They could drink you. You could drown accidentally from getting whacked. Ah, okay. I see what you're talking about now. Yeah. <laughs> can be scared. Be very frightened. I am. I'm so afraid they can't even give me my list. Um, I don't know what I wrote down here. Um, Did I say lamprey? <laughs> you said lamprey. I'm going to go on the cute side, and they'd probably be kind of terrifying. It's 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 a monkey type, so I know King Kong and all those other monkeys, but capuchin monkeys. Yeah. Little cute capuchin monkeys. Like They're like the little mini monkeys yeah, from yeah, Japan, yeah, right? Yeah. It's the one they had in Friends. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh when Rihanna was cute like, but deadly. deadly. Yes. <laughs> he rips him in half. Uh, Rihanna, when she was little, she was uh two or three, 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 four, four, because she was walking and shit, uh, and she could talk. But uh, they had the capuchin monkeys at uh, the Denver Zoo, and so she was holding onto the fence. It was a chicken wire fence. Wasn't it wasn't that, but a little baby one came cruising down and uh and grabbed her finger. Bit her finger off. No, grabbed her finger okay. and just sat there with it. And Rihanna oh. was like, because she was holding the yeah, yeah. chicken wire, and he just grabbed her little finger and held her and just and they sat there for a while. Wow. I thought that was very cool. And you have no pictures of this, I suppose. Sure, no. No, 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 no. I didn't want to scare the because every time they take pictures of King Kong, then he freaks out. He goes nuts I, and kills ah, everyone. So, he to, so you were being off. a good father then. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was. So he. The, well, the, I don't know how good I was being. I let a capuchin monkey grab her finger. Probably a rabid, stinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably deadly as hell. People, <laughs> blood sucker. People are gonna now write in. Yeah, they're calling uh, DCFS retroactively. Right, right now, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, number one, got to go back to the water. But you can get out of the water. Exactly. <laughs> not, not scary to me. Vampire squid. Ooh. Why they haven't done this, I don't know. There's a breed of squid. I, there's they call them vampire squids. I know there's like a, a regular name from like a 
McCorkin squid or something like that. But they're <laughs> actually fairly they're Bob actually McCorkin fairly squid. big to begin with, so they're probably about four to five feet long. <clears throat> and their suckers have got teeth. Oh. oh. And they're supposedly like the most oh. vicious squid in the the ocean or whatever. And I was thinking a giant version of that, like attacking yeah, San Francisco yeah, yeah. or something like that. That'd be fucking awesome. I think it would be fucking great. Vampire Can we get that squid? done? Can we have one of those tech San Francisco? Oh man, they're ugly. Oh, oh, and they got that uh, fucking um, like the vampire cape. <laughs> they do look. Blah! I am of course the vampire squid. <laughs> yeah, that's how they. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they're, they're fucking creepy. They're creepy and cute and oddly cute. I mean, not like in a. Uh, I am Dracula. I'm going to suck your blood. But they're a little fun. All right, we've got a minute and a half for honorable mentions. Look at the little plushy. Oh, yeah, that's a cute one. <laughs> but if he's got the... Uh, <laughs> if that came at you, oh, hug me. <laughs> In a modern day and age, I would like to see any of the big 50s movies redone with proper, you know, digital special effects. So Deadly Man is... Tarantula, them, something like oh, that. Oh, I was just thinking. And set it in the 50s, have some 50 sensibilities to it, and uh, I think that would be Just because they have great names, Murdered Hornets. Murder. Oh, Murder Hornets. Dude, are those cool. are like this big. They're, they're I want not giant small. now. I want, I want yeah. Chihuahua-sized. They got the Cicada Hornet, the Cicada Killer Hornet, which is huge, and it's a gorgeous hornet. It's blue. It's got that shimmery blue. Uh, but those would be cool. They live underground. Uh, very passive. They're not a... Uh, but they're big ass. We'd have to eject some radiation to make them yeah, yeah. vicious yeah. as hell. Yeah. And then and then slap them around and call yeah. them names. Yeah. Yeah. Step on their mother. <laughs> Brian, I'm sorry, Brandon, what do you have? Oh, I, I, I brought up something before the recording of this. I thought it would be a, more of a comedy movie would be a giant giraffe. Yeah. I like the... <laughs> Not being able to breathe. <laughs> it's so big that its head is in outer space. <laughs> Not enough air up there. 32,000 feet. That is a giant giraffe. <laughs> oh, I hope it doesn't. And die. the apple does not fall. <laughs> that was our top three. Monsters, animals, we'd like to see attack the earth in a movie. Let us know what yours are. So the podcast is about to get a lot worse because we are reviewing the worst movies ever, according to Tubi, and we've hit number six on their list, and that is 1959's The Killer Shrews, directed by Ray Kellogg, written by Jay Sims, and starring James Best. Like a really bad gun impersonation. Ingrid Goud, or Good, Ken Curtis, Gordon McLennan, uh, Baruch Lumet and Judge Henry Dupree. Judge. That was uh, uh, Rook, the uh, ship's mate. Who oh. gets, he gets eaten by the uh, shrews. Shrews. He's the first who, one. Who doesn't? Going back to the long tradition of the lone black guy in the cast getting killed well, first, and that was the whole. This should have been retitled to "How long does the black guy make it?" So yes, you have a ship's captain running supplies out to a remote island in which nefarious experiments are being, as was uh, the uh, style of the time. The 1950s, the mad scientist is doing things for the right reasons, but creates a mon- the uh, pack of killer shrews. And um, 
Yeah, Shrew's not the... They, they try to come across as, oh, they're the deadliest ever, and we've actually made them poisonous, and uh, they were just dogs in, like, costumes. and They said that they had a hard time not laughing when they would release, because they were coonhounds. <laughs> and I'm sure very slobbery and, and, and very nice. Shag, shag and carpet on their backs. Uh, and they when they would release them, they would just laugh. Uh, yeah, this is a all-time classic. I've seen this, this is probably the, the sixth time I've seen this. It was just on Spengoolie like two weeks ago. Uh, it is a classic. First of all, you've got, what's his name from Dukes of Hazard? James Bust. Roscoe P. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Uh, who... Actually, was not a bad leading man. Cool. He was actually. He uh, he has an extensive. Oh yeah, no, he was in the fifties. He was a pretty. He was a journeyman. He really did yeah, a lot of and, stuff. Uh, and John Schneider had said that he learned more from him in an hour than he had ever learned from anybody else in a year. Uh, just on how to. He was uh, yeah. He was a well loved actor. And funny, obviously. Uh, and he was in a sequel, right? The, yes, the sequel is, is apparently the entire cast of Dukes of Hazard. It was like Return of the Killer Shrews or something like that. I'm kind of curious to maybe watch that. Uh, I thought about. I thought we should probably 16. put it on. It was. Uh, it's one of the longest uh, intervals between, between the, the original and the 53 years. Between. It took a while to write that story, uh, and you can see it. Um, the, uh, not a lot happens in this movie. This is like almost like a uh, uh, a play. Like everything happens in like one room, and and when I say everything happens, not a lot happens, and it all takes place in one room except for a lot of drinking. Where did get the idea for Jurassic there Park? Is, right? uh, there is a drinking you create game. Create animals and they're on an island and you can't. They're trying to kill you and you have to get off the island. It's Jurassic Park. It's try to try to. Uh, have a drink every time one of the actors has a drink. I can imagine well, getting kind of hammered. The one, you would yeah, get hammered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that was uh, the cowardly, cowardly. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the coward guy. The coward guy. <laughs> the drunken coward guy. Who's like, ah, oh, Julio, wake me up ahead of him, yeah. and you take my watch, <laughs> and I should be okay after that. Pretty much. Uh, fun facts, fun little things. Yeah. The doctor, the father, yeah, was actually the producer. Yeah, he was the executive producer. Yep, it was in his shack on his land <laughs> that this was filmed in Dallas, Texas. So uh, he saved a ton of money. I think he said he spent one hundred twenty-five thousand, and he made four times that. So he did all right, and and then went on after this to do uh, the giant Gila monster, another classic. Yes, this was a double uh, double feature. It is now public domain, uh, which is why it's been savaged by like every riff. You start off with with mystery science riff tracks is done, and cinematic Titanic's done. Everybody's done this one, except that there were things about it where it doesn't take itself too seriously, and I thought that that was fucking brilliant. Don't you have questions about me, like where I grew up, why I have this accent? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, she is the only surviving cast member. Really? As of 2023, which is now. Yeah. She has not died. So, yeah. All the rest are, including the Killer Shrews. 
Well, yeah, yes, they, they, they were dogs. They were dogs, Brian. What? <laughs> Shoes don't live. Didn't you? Didn't you read? At twenty-four hours, there'd be one left, and then that one would die. So two days after that, they were dead. It says I, uh, end in the movie. I really liked how they kept doing that. How they kept well, it's been eighteen hours, so there should be four hundred thousand of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can see where Carpenter would... got the riveting, you know, computer program for the thing, you know, where. It was... Except it went the other way. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're dying off instead of growing. <laughs> um, I like the, actually the two true <laughs> that actually attacked each other in the room. I'm like, yes. They, they said that earlier and then, and then they had it. Look. No. It, it actually happened live. You weren't expecting it and there you they go. You can't train true to do you that. You can't train a true. That is just natural shrew charisma right there. <laughs> <laughs> you were shrewd. <laughs> you were shrewd. Oh. <laughs> uh, and they also did find out that uh, there are shrews that are poisonous. So uh, that is that was not a... Because uh, of this movie? No. Because oh. <laughs> of this movie? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a genetic thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it is... Uh, yeah, they have uh, venom sex. So yeah, I, isn't it something where they're like one of the only mammals or something that yeah. actually are venomous or something like that? Yeah. I think I read that somewhere. I don't know that if they're one of the only. I'm not going to go that far. I am going to go with uh, they wrote it and it turned out to be true. Not unlike Jurassic Park, who when they wrote the raptors, raptors were not that big. There were no raptors known to be that big as he made them in the movie. And then it turned out after the movie, they found evidence yeah. that made raptors that big. But they were the size of a turkey. Yeah. They were not big. And that just wouldn't have been fun. But you know what? It would have been because if you would have run into a raptor-sized turkey. I don't know. I would have ran. Or a turkey-sized raptor. (laughs) Raptor-sized turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Is that one of your animals? (laughs) You know they have chickens that big. Who does? Yeah, that was the thing, man. Chickens that got to be that big. Uh, Yeah. Those are ostrich. <laughs> Emus, them rosy chickens. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we started drinking early today. Yeah, uh, I. You know what? I. I. This was not. This was an inoffensive. Pretty good. I don't think it belongs on the list. Uh... I, I don't think it does. Uh, it was it was entertaining in it that was fun, you're yeah. in an adobe hut. Anywhere there's a crack, it's going to be we, all we, mushy. <laughs> I like that. We have tiled floors. Yeah, but we have walls. <laughs> and it doesn't. You have a basement. <laughs> we got tile floors and a basement. Yeah, if they get in the basement. Let's not worry about it too much because obviously they can't climb. And stupid coward man running on the roof. Yeah, and he had to figure out. Oh my God, they're they're going away in oil drums. That's a, that motherfucker had to be so heavy. Actually, I think they they did a good job. They just didn't like soldier it out to the to the to the. You know, it was like, oh, I'm getting tired. They we get need tired, to stop. So that's, I, yeah. Well, you that know, like happened. You're moving on. Yeah, you're moving. I mean, dude, I've moved up 55 gallon, an empty 55 gallon drum. They ain't light. You no, know? And, and and I yeah, and that's what I thought is because you never saw them moving. Like they would. They were static shots of you them. You see, yeah, well, they'd, they'd yeah. kind of just yeah, like yeah. you know, yeah. do like the, they'd have the crew rock the barrels or whatever. Right, yeah. but while they were in there, you know, well, 
Well, I'll drag it for a while. You just walk along. But he never. <laughs> it wasn't like he was. Ooh, ooh, just bouncing like. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when they get it into the water. Well, I'm just about drowning now. Me too. <laughs> Maybe we should swim underneath. He didn't even go to the short doctor because he was already he underwater. Yeah. yeah, he's he's dead. And you still have to lift that fucker up. Yeah, to get underneath. It's like you swim underneath. And I love how the shrews were afraid of the water. Because that was planned for. <laughs> Those, Ain't no water, shrews. That's why they did it on the island. Yeah. They could never get away. They'd never get off. Uh, I think... Does it, is this, is, does this deserve to be on the list? Yes. However... I think this is one of those ones that's like Plan Nine. It's beyond critique. You as know far what I'm as saying? That go- yes. yes, yes, yes. You can only compare it unto like Brian. You always like to say you can only compare it unto itself. Yes. Yeah, I did not. That's why I said I. You know what? Is it is it a bad film? Is it a B movie? Yes, yes it's a B movie. But it's my kind of B movie. It's a fun B movie. It's a it's, fun B it, movie. It certainly did not deserve to be this far down on the no. list. Yeah. Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Um, it's in public domain, so they can put it down there so people can watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can have it on yeah. TV. <laughs> You're always going to find it. Um, but uh, yeah, it was entertaining at least. And it, you know what? It was what barely an hour. It, yeah, yeah sixty nine minutes. So like, it wasn't a hard slog. It was you know, and again, I, I like I watched it. I watched the first you know regular run, and then I watched because it's the the sixth time I watched the Mystery Science Theater version or whatever, it's it's a lot of fun. I again, if you're if you're considering the the if you're if you're looking at this list like how stinky the movies are in order, you know, like the word this is the worst movie, this is the second worst movie. No, it does not deserve to be number no. six or whatever. No, it are we that far down the list? Yes, yeah. we are number six. We have five more to go. Wow! And one of them we're going to skip because we've done it twice already. And it Which wasn't one? that horribly acted either. No, it wasn't. No. When you look at it, yes, yes. The, Number the four is Plan were... Nine. Plan Nine has been. We've published our review of Plan oh. Nine. I we've published How is it Plan twice. Plan Nine. That's another one. Yeah, I, because again, it's not one that you can grade against other movies. No, no it's, it's uh, a thing unto itself. Yeah. Uh, and this is not badly acted. Again, doesn't take doesn't take itself so no, seriously. No. I mean, I thought the the. Julio, you take the watch, and then you wake the other guy up, and then you wake me up, because then I should be okay. It should be fine. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking here. Just leave the shotgun here. Yeah, leave the shotgun. And then when he tries to kill him, he's like, I need a gun. long as you stand in front of me. Because he can't turn around? Because he can't just turn around and shoot you? <laughs> All right, boys. What are we, we going to uh, rate killer shrews? Uh, I give it a three. Yeah, I'll actually go three and a half. Ooh. On the B scale? On a B scale, I'm going to go four. One of my favorites. Like I said, I've seen it a half dozen times. Killer Shrews, super fun. Not that bad. Well acted. A lot of fun. Check it out. Give us a watch. Let us know what you think. For this edition of Sunday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater, we went back to our roots with the Shaw Brothers and one of their seminal classics in 1966's Come Drink With Me, directed by King Hu, written by King Hu and Ting Shen Si. 
and starring uh, Ching Peipei, Yo uh, Yue Hua, and Cheng Hung Yi. I'm so glad you have to do these names. Yeah, these are tough. I would fuck yeah. them up. Uh, and this is one of the first... Uh, the second or third film they made, right? Yes, but this is the return to kind of the uh, martial arts genre after kind of a lull for the Shaw Brothers in the early 60s. And this one's pretty famous because it, uh, first of all, put uh, Cheng Pei on the map, but it uh, kind of revived... It was, uh, martial arts films were popular in China in the 50s, and this kind of was one of the ones that revived it in the 60s. And, and it's almost kind of, um, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it wasn't kind of over-the-top martial arts. It was almost like, it reminded me of, like, Adventures of Robin Hood or something. It was almost like more swashbuckling than kung fu. You know, like, the yeah. sword fighting wasn't like this, it wasn't so much the, the it ballet, it was like the Texas two-step or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was going to be my comment on it. You can see that it's one of the earlier mass kung fu films because it's more... It's not as, as graceful, if you will. It's uh, it's considered to be one of the greatest. Uh, I think it's one of the greatest. Really? I'm, I'm going to mispronounce this because I don't speak Chinese, but wuja. Wuja. Wuja genre. Okay. Uh, What's wuja mean? It's, well, it's martial a, arts. Well, yeah, it's, it's following the adventures of martial artists uh, generally set in a historical time period. Uh, or they also called them pugilists, which would have been fighters. Boxers. Boxers. Because that was the, the Chinese boxing was what it was called. Uh, so, yes, you have a group of bandits kidnap the governor's son in order to get their boss out of uh, prison. The governor sends his daughter, which everybody... And there's, this, this, have, this must be culturally something, because it happens in a lot of these movies. Uh, the the governor sends, the whole time. sends his daughter, <laughs> the uh, official Golden Swallow... Uh, who's mistaken for a young man? Like con- consistently, consistently, consistently. I like and uh, which makes me think, what are they fucking? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Wow, I was, was going with that. That was my like. I didn't get it. Obviously, a woman. I mean, obviously, an attractive. Yeah, woman. Uh, yeah, a beautiful woman. And you're like, hey, you young man. Hey, guy, that guy there. What the? I don't like, know why, but uh... don't don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> that young man's making my three, uh, three-point staff just going to one. <laughs> All right, so you've got uh, the, uh, so <laughs> yes, Golden Swallow comes to rescue her <laughs> brother from the, the bandits. They are holed up in a Buddhist temple. They, we are introduced to drunken, and I love Chinese, I love Kung Fu movies where there's drunken cat and Golden Swallow and, and Jade-Faced uh, Tiger and stuff like that. with well, the, the great like, names, yes. Yes. Um, so yes, the uh, drunken cat is introduced as a beggar, and you just know from the, the jump that he is not just a drunken beggar, he is yeah. a Kung Fu master. Uh, he has been trained by the same guy who is the, uh, who the boss of the bandits has been trained by. And wow. uh, he's the leader of the Green Wand School. Oh, the Green Wand School. I missed that. But, uh, yes, uh, so the uh, the rescue ensues, and uh, a big fight happens, wow. and this was pretty cool. Yes. That was, uh, re- well, okay, do I want to say really cool? This one didn't grab me. There's things about it that I liked. Okay. 
yeah, parts of the restaurant thing where she's doing the, tr- you know, stopping the coins and everything is kind of cool. But the actual fighting, when it comes down to fighting, is not this. Really like I said, this was not this was not Fred Astaire and. Uh, no, this is this is th- Bud and Lou. This is this was Texas Two Step. This was uh, this was uh, 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 me clomping around the dance floor drunk at a wedding or something yes, like that. Yes, yes. There was there was not the, the, there was not the art. There was not the grace in this, which I thought was interesting. Again, I thought this was more hacking at each other with swords and, and swashbuckling. It's like than, if we made a kung fu. Exactly. But I, but that to me made it unique. To there, me, I didn't mind the fighting so much as it just seemed like there was a lot going on that wasn't going on. That just didn't really grab me. I mean, I didn't. Uh, you've got twenty four hours. Well, it will take me five days. Well, then you have five days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seventy two hours from now, I will. I, you know what? There was just a lot going on that just it, it lost you, me. You had this. You thought this had more going on than than Sleek Rat. Oh God, yeah. R- okay, that I could follow. That I could. Yeah. I could put because it was. It was. Two or three different things that were going on yeah. that didn't relate to each other. I that... like this better than Sleek Rat. Uh, I was going to say, oh, this was way more linear than Sleek Rat. Yeah, I did. Dude. I, I um, did. I got that. But, uh, which is okay. I, you know, to yeah, each his yeah, own. Yeah. I thought, I kept looking at Jade Face Tiger and going, that is Freddie Mercury. This is Freddie Mercury in a Kung <laughs> Fu movie. <laughs> and, I, and, I, like, and it like wouldn't go away. It wouldn't fucking go away through the whole thing. I kept going every time he'd come up. Flash. He looked exactly yeah. like yeah. yeah. The mind, Freddie Mercury. He's little dog. No, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't let it go. <laughs> through the entire. No, you so, could not let it go. No, no, I could not let it go. Uh, it, uh, it, it threw me. It pulled me out of the movie. Okay, fair Through enough. the whole thing, which may be part of it. The other part is, yeah, the. Uh, well, hey, fella. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take off our clothes and shower. Oh, no, I can't. Too shy, too shy. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, to get, get my fun fact out of the way. Oh, okay, do it. Do it. One of the children <laughs> in the... Uh, is. Singing for their supper, for lack of a better phrase, which I can't. Uh, and that, uh, that whole thing threw me off. Okay. Why didn't that have subtitles for the song? That's my biggest complaint that about was, this. Like, yeah. And he, he breaks out in the song like two or three times. Like, what the fuck is he singing? I don't... And that was the thing. And that was the thing. Mr. Hates Musical wants to know the words. I guess. I do because when when the song is part of the plot, where they literally she asks, "Where are the bandits all holding up?" and he's like, "Well, I can't tell you, or I don't know, or something." And then he sings a song, and she figures out she's like literally going and and vocalizing out the song that he sung, and figures out you know and draws the kanji on the table like, "Oh, it's the Buddhist temple or whatever." I was like, "Okay." They needed subtitles to because there was probably some beautiful poetic way he was telling her, "Hey, the bandits are held up in the Buddhist temple," and we didn't know what it was. Being the ugly Americans that we are, yeah, yeah, I was disappointed. I I had a hard time with that, and that and that just seemed to be going on for fucking ever. Okay, so like, Mr. Oh Musical Theater over here was I, telling me that the musical sections went on too long. 
Would I, I could put up with them? I no, there there was, there was a few of them, but because you don't know what they're singing, it, it was kind of annoying. I, I, I will go with that. It seems like a song because you you're not you're just seeing them sing, Cantonese, Cantonese Cantonese singing. singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, well, I want to know what the. You know, it's obviously you're right. It was a plot point that they just sort of went. Oh, you guys don't need to know this fucking we, Well, maybe they couldn't type that fast. Well, we'll put rustling sleeves and stuff like that. That that you need ominous to know. music. Yeah, yeah, ominous music. Uh, I, I I really like I, like this. This one almost struck me as like this was a kung fu movie before we figured out what a kung fu movie was. Not good. And with I that. thought I kind of thought that was a that was a that was neat. It's a novelty. I don't know how often I like. I watch other like. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, am I gonna go back to the? Am I gonna watch this once every six months like I watch Five Deadly Venoms? Yeah, no. no. Yeah. But I thought this was interesting, and I also thought that the that having a female lead in it was was it was an interesting take. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chinese seem to be, um, for all their flaws, heavily uh, into women's empowerment. Well, they had the whole team of women at the end. Yeah, <laughs> they the they had the the. Uh, well, we've seen that in a couple, even in the in, in the, um, uh, uh, the Detective D's. Detective the, D, there was like the the female cadre of the Empress's bodyguards. Yes, yeah. so that's the, that's not unheard of or anything. No, like that. and there's always a strong female uh, lead in all of those. Sleek Rat had it. All the Detective D's had it. Yeah, and in a lot of them, they're either they they be the uh, uh, the thief or the assassin or the but. Yeah, I, let's just go back to Hammer Chick in what was the train fight in what movie was that? Oh, uh, Ray Two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, Hammer Chick. Hammer Chick. Uh, I thought that, and I thought that there was Can't one. There was a one when she was fighting all the guys in the Buddhist temple, and there was like a somebody like uh, did a move towards her, and it like cut her top or whatever, and it yeah. showed like, it was almost like it showed her bra or whatever, or the Chinese equivalent, the ancient Chinese equivalent yeah. of a bra, and she was like, she had to stop and like kind of cover herself like, yes. for, for modesty's sake. I thought that was really interesting. I was sucked the poison out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why we need video. <laughs> this is why we need video. Just to get Brian's Brian's <sighs> practice practice face on that one. His swooning. Uh, yeah, that was. You know what I kept waiting for was for Drunken Cat to be a woman. Dude, he had a full bearded mustache. It could have been fake. Strong. How many? Like they don't put fake beards on those guys. Come on. <clears throat> okay. The seven. Golden Swallow was very obviously a woman. Drunken Cat was very obviously a man. Drunken Cat could have been a woman. I'm not saying an attractive woman, but you know what? They're not all good looking. So what was Jade Face Tiger again? Freddie Mercury. Okay. He was absolutely Freddie Mercury. I, I, he looked exactly like him. Mama just killed a man. <laughs> Shot my quill against him. I thought that was clever too when he takes the little needle out of the fan. Can I borrow this fan? It's tied near and pulls the. So when he goes to strike again, there's nothing. Yeah. And I thought the the final fight uh, with uh, well, first of all, the one thing I was gonna say is Golden Swallow versus the the guy the, versus the bunch of guys in the the tea house. 
and in the Buddhist, you cannot tell me that Quentin Tarantino did not see this and take some of that for oh, sure. I'm sure, Kill Bill. Yeah. I'm, I'm positive yes. that. He watches all these, yeah. The final fight between Drunken Cat and the uh, Buddhist master, the... the, the, the um, Lo Chung or something like that. The, um, the abbot. The abbot. The abbot. I just thought that was the... the It was the opposite. It was like the most gritty, bloody, like... Stabbing at guys, kung fu fight that I, I I just I found it I watched it twice I found it fascinating. Oh, it seemed and, more like an American fight. Yeah, like like I said, it was it was almost like a, it was like uh, there was no grace to it. You know, it was like two guys trying to kill each other. I thought that was really fascinating. Is Cobra versus the leader of the what Brian Thompson and Cobra? Oh yeah, yeah, Co- Cobra fight? versus the Axe Gang or whatever. Axe Gang, yeah. Marion Copretti. Hammer Wish I had a masculine name, you know, like Alice. <laughs> so, what do we think of uh, "Come Drink with Me," Brian? You sound like you were. Uh, this was not one I of was, your. It, it was not. Uh, it was not my cup of tea. But I will. I would probably watch it again now because you guys have kind of introduced into some new elements that, uh, and it could have been at a moment of I just don't want to read another fucking movie. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're just into that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't want to read another movie, but when they came up with the music, I wanted to read the music, the song. Yeah, I, I wanted that. to know what the song was. I'm sure you uh, can find that online. I just was looking and no. Oh, uh, really? But I really was not um, invested all that much. I will probably give this another chance now because you guys have been uh, more excited about it than I was. But I'm still only going to give it like two deadly venoms. Wow. Okay. Uh, actually, you swayed me a little bit too, Lance. Uh, I'm going to give it three. I would just going to give it two and a half, but you know, realizing that yeah, it had all this stuff uh, that I missed. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go three and a half. I thought this was a really interesting movie. I think this is probably one of the earliest examples of a kung fu movie. Like I said, I think it's a kung fu movie before they figured out what a kung fu movie was. Yeah. Uh, also, it was uh, the the precursor to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah, you could you could definitely see the influence on that. Right. Well, but that's that that is yeah. I, and I haven't seen that one, so yeah, I think it was an interesting in the evolution of kung fu movies, an interesting step in there. And if you look at it like that, yeah, for his historical impact alone, I'm gonna give it three and a half stars. Your mileage may vary. Give it a watch. Let us know what you think. Alright, so we've been following along with the latest Star Wars animated release on the Disney app, and that is Star Wars Visions, and we just watched episode 3, entitled In the Stars, done by Chilean uh, animation house Punk Robot. So you've got a couple of indigenous, the last two uh, remaining uh, of an indigenous people of a, on a planet that the Empire took over for, uh, and they basically... Um, break into the Imperial installation to get some fresh water and end up uh, wrecking house, as the kids like to say. <laughs> the do the kids say, like to no, say? No, I actually don't think they do. <laughs> I think I heard that <laughs> once. In the 80s, we'd be wrecking house. <laughs> we'd be wrecking out. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I hadn't heard that one, but uh, I am now going to listen for You're it. You're not as hip as him. I'm not. Oh, dude, I am the, I am dude, not. I listen to Rush. I'm not hip. No cap. 
So what did we think of this one, boys? You know what? There were some really cool things about it uh, that I really did like. I have not been disappointed yet, and I was, I've was i been bracing myself for the disappointing episode. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that it was another art-featured uh, episode. Interesting, yeah. I didn't I didn't even make that, uh, try that conclusion. Uh, I thought it was sad, and that these were the last two. Yes. Yeah. And they were both female. Yes. Yes. So and they were really related. Really the last two. So, uh, that's going to be the end of that entire species. That was sad to me. Yes, very much. I liked that it was a Force-based episode with no Jedi, no Sith. The last one, the, the, so the Screechers Reach, like Keith, you had even said, like, this was a story where they kind of stuck some Star Wars stuff into this. Yeah. This was a Star Wars story to me. This wasn't. This wasn't all, you know, you could tell, this was literally, this is a start, this is a tale from a corner of the Star Wars universe. Yes. This didn't feel like a traditional story that we just threw some lightsabers and some right. Jedi stuff in there or whatever. This felt, this felt like Star Wars. Screechers Reach could have been anything. Yeah. Yeah. Screechers Reach could have been a fantasy, it could have been another sci-fi. Yeah. Or yeah. It could have been horror, anything. Yeah. The first one, uh, I thought was a Star Wars tale, and that was interesting to me because it was from the Sith perspective. Yes. Uh, and I never thought of the Sith. Well, you never think of a Sith quitting being a Sith, except that there are some a couple prominent um, Jedi who went to the dark side and came back. But no, you don't. It no. was not a tale, uh, and I thought it was cool in that way. And then this one completely, like I said, no Jedi, no Sith, just a, a force-based people, just people trying to live. And, yeah. And, and that that's part they of their mythology. The force is everywhere, so it just expands upon that. Yes. And and it, it goes to say, and they've said it in Star Wars before, there are races that use the force that have nothing to do with Jedi or Sith. They're just... They have midichlorians. They have the midichlorians, yeah. yeah running damn all midichlorians. <laughs> right. They got... It's like a STD. <laughs> oh, so you can catch them from someone? No. Well, I think that if you... Uh, if you have relations with a, uh, I don't know where he's going with this either. Let's cut him off before he goes there. <laughs> okay. Animation, I thought in this great, absolutely yeah. stunning. Yes, probably digital clay. The best way I can describe it, digital claymation mm-hmm. would yes. be the best Basically, way I can describe yeah. it. And then the the uh, the cave paintings that that uh, come to life. Come to life. I mean, yeah. uh, that was a cool little. Side thing. Well, that's the thing. You had almost like two different styles of animation in the same, you know, ten minute piece or whatever. I thought just the thought of it that this stuff comes to life and it's like cave paintings, but it's and then as long as the starlight hits it, yeah, it'll it'll animate or whatever. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I thought that the the action. I mean, like the action in this was freaking great. Yes, Uh, I I was a little tired of the. Oh, look, the little sister's ignoring the big sister, and now you have to save her hype thing. So I think it would have been great if the big sister would have been murdered. <laughs> wow! Because then there would have been at least a uh, a consequence. I actually like the fact that, uh, in the spoiler, obviously, that the little sister thought she had the force, but it was actually the big sister that 
Yes. I they both had the force. I think they well, both Well, I, I don't it. know, but the little sister couldn't do anything with the force. She kept on trying. She kept on trying and trying. And I think I think that that maybe when they joined together it increased the increased the forceness of them. But I, I love the gave them some more midichlorians. Yes. To work with. They they, they yes. <laughs> just, just stomping on my last nerve. All right. But I did like the when they were in the foundry, the actual glow of the molten metal. Yes. They, they handled that. It reminded me of uh some of the Batman animated when they did fires and stuff, though. but with obviously digitally. I liked that they um, they immediately went to the stealing of the resources, because that's been a theme now yeah. in a few of the different uh, Star Wars series, and um, I just like that they're again. It's another aspect to the Empire. You wonder, well, how do they? How do they, how do you uh, finance a war? You know, you need resources. It's, it's yeah, sort of, sort of like Germany during World War Two, where they just took over and they took the resources. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm so. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could also say that's what the North did in the Civil War. Yeah. You could say that that uh, in the French and Indian War, the cutting off of resources was yes. Or any siege of a castle. No. I haven't seen many sieges of castles. You're cutting off the supply line. That has nothing to do with conquering something and then stealing the resources. It's cutting off the resources. It's the opposite of that. You cut off the supply line. Yes. So, again, we're trying to wedge some logic into what he's he's arguing over. I didn't get it either, but okay. I, I I was saying it was the opposite of it, but it still goes down to controlling resources. It's the control of the resources that wins or loses the war. Well, let's get back to Star Wars. So we had some Star Wars to talk about. I really liked the, uh, like I said, the action sequences. I I liked the, uh, the spear or the stick or the staff or whatever. The glowing bow. Yeah, I mean, like, like she was blocking like blaster shots yes. with it. I thought that was pretty cool. Did they really? I don't recall them explaining where she got that. Was that? The I, I just thought I just took it as like it was a native, the native weaponry. I just, I, I just, I really I, thought I this one was was. I mean, and you were right, Brian. There's like the trope of all oh, the little sister gets into trouble, and it's the indigenous peoples versus the. Uh, the evil empire, you know, re- you know, scavenging their resources and stuff like that. There, it was cliched, but it was. I, I mean, I don't know. It all it, with the combination of the animation, it it worked for me. Well, uh, if it didn't work, those wouldn't be tropes. That's true. So it's always going to. It's work. a trope. Would so a tropey rather than cliche. Let's put it that yes. way. That was my only. Uh, that was the only thing that I found that I was like, eh. Um, other than that, I thought it was great. Well, I knew, really did. You knew it was going to come. You knew that the kid was going to go and like not listen to her sister and go off and get in trouble. That's why I said the big sister should have died. And then the little sister would have been like, oh, had I not been... You're always looking for that consequence of the little, of the, the, the kid getting then, in then trouble. Then the little sister would have died you, not you, long you, after because we never got water. No, the water came. But they wouldn't would have been, big sister was alive. It would have been great if the big sister would have been killed because of the little sister's actions, and then the little sister used the trope of 
no, I've unleashed all my midichlorians upon you because I'm going to tear apart your... You're just making a Disney movie. (laughs) It is run by Disney. Disney is making it, so yeah. Uh Yes. Yes. But Brian's turning it into a Disney movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's Bambi, Uh, really. (laughs) No, I liked it. I liked it enough to look up um, Punk Robot and see what other things they had done. Nothing that I uh, had ever seen, but uh, many different styles of animation, and it looked really cool. Uh, Santiago, Chile. Uh, so we still enjoying this one, boys? Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. I have not been disappointed yet. No. I've, and the, the it's last coming, season, I'm sure. I'm sure it's coming. Oh, there's got to be, but it, it wasn't like the last season where we had the one unbelievable, and then we had like shit. six shit, and then another one that was pretty cool. Yeah, no. This one's uh, this one. I think it's a, it's having the the world animation studios. I think is is giving it a nice flavor. So, all right, looking forward to the next one. Stick with us on this. The three old geeks are now on YouTube. Check us out there, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you can't find us, stop by our Facebook page to get a link. And while you're there, drop us a line and let us know what you think of the podcast. Tune in next week, same geek time, on all your favorite apps for all new, all different material. Thanks a lot for listening, and hey, keep on geeking on.